Should I still do the intro? Yeah, go for it. All right. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, the only podcast on the internet where one of the hosts is sick, uh, but surprisingly not with COVID. It, there's, uh, it turns out there's other sicknesses. I know, right? Anyway, I'm your host, Spencer Polio, and with me, as always, is a uh, professional health doctor man, uh, Michael Nance. Michael, uh, what is your prognosis? I, I, I took a, a, a COVID test earlier, and I, I don't have COVID, but uh, I also feel like I got run over by uh, a bus. Hmm. Okay, well, I wouldn't be doing my due diligence if I didn't ask, did you get run over by a bus? No. Okay, check that one off. It's definitely not that. Okay, um, so far so good. I'm going to go ahead and say, with the information you've given me, you've got scurvy. I've got scurvy, so I need, yeah. to, so I need to drink... Eat a fucking orange or something. Eat a fucking orange or something. <laughs> Next! That's me as a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor so, Mike. So yesterday I I was feeling fine, and then all of a sudden I'm just like suddenly I I have like chills, and I'm feeling like really achy, and mm. so I'm like, oh no, I just took a long vacation, and I'm worried I have COVID, so I take a COVID test, not COVID, so I'm just like, well shit, but I'm definitely sick. Uh, I slept. I I went to bed last night in jeans, a hoodie, and socks. Which, oh my god! Yeah, that's how cold I felt. Yikes! Yeah, I mean, I when I took a recent trip to New York City, the same thing happened to me. I was sick. I got sick like the last day of my trip, and so I was sick on the flight home, and that sucked. And everybody just kept saying everybody from the New York area was just calling it the New York crud. But this was before COVID, like right before COVID. So maybe I got the early version. I got I was in the COVID alpha. You're a you're a COVID hipster. I was an early adopter. I actually paid into the uh, Patreon for COVID. See, the sad part is I actually drove from New York to Austin. Jesus. Um, yeah. How long is that drive? It's. uh <sighs> It's 1700 miles divided up however you want. I'm I'm borrowing a car from my parents because eventually I'm getting a new car, but until then uh I I need a car. And so my parents have too many vehicles and so they loan me one. And so I had to drive that car all the way to fucking Austin. Uh for the record, would not recommend. That is not a fun thing to do. No, not by I, yourself. I, no, no way. I mean, that's the whole point of road trips is that you've got to take a shitty long car ride. So we might as well make it fun with each other's company. So exactly. alone. Oof. Yeah. Like it was like. You know, uh, was your I, shirt was your shirt pocket completely blown out from all the music you were blasting? Actually, here's a cool little thing. Car I was driving had an ox jack. Oh, wow. Welcome to the future, Spencer. Yeah, I don't have Bluetooth yet, but I've got an aux jack now so I could listen to music through the speakers. Well, you heard it here, y'all. I mean, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon and uh, send us uh, and, you know, listen to every episode at least 10 to 12 times. 
so that Spencer can uh, get a car with Bluetooth. Yeah. And join us here in the convenience of the 21st century. Well, so far, so good. But anyway, um, but so, yeah, I've been on vacation. And as such, we are not recording until it is currently July 23rd. We we release tomorrow. And uh, I feel like dog shit. And of course, you know, when you feel like dog shit, the one thing you should totally do is eat healthy food and, you know, hydrate. So uh, I'm eating chicken wings and drinking Gatorade right now. Huh. I'm chicken gonna, wings and Gatorade. I'm going to die. Yeah, you're basically Carl from Aqua Teen. Mm. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you, you got the you were just in the area, the New York, New Jersey area. So maybe you brought a little of that with you, too. Yeah, I had a good time in New York, though. I mean, I I did some stuff. Also, um, after I left New York, I went to the Gettysburg Battlefield, which was awesome. Oh, did you reenact it? Uh, yes. By myself, I reenacted it as both sides. Wow. Really, what I did was I pulled out the entire script of the film Gettysburg and did my best to impersonate each character. Oh, wow. How long did that last before, like, the police showed up and they, like, kicked you out of there? Um, uh, well, they didn't know. Uh, you were just in, like, isolation? Well, I mean, yeah. Hmm, I figured there'd be more people hanging around Gettysburg. It's a pretty famous place. Yeah, I mean, there, in were, American there, were, there, were, there were tourists, but everyone was over at, like, the Pickett's Charge area, and okay. all the other spots were, like, much less populated. Like, the place where the battle started, which is, like, kind of the northwest part of town, um, there was, like, no one there, and it was super weird, because I was like, there's a statue of John Buford and John Reynolds right here. Uh, those are the guys who, uh, in order, picked the ground for the battle and died on the first day of the battle. Um, I know, very important and very interesting. But no one was there. No one was at those statues. No one was, uh, you know, hanging out at Little Round Top. I stood by myself on the extreme left flank of the Union Army and just stood there in that empty hilltop all by myself. It was eerie. It was awesome. Hmm. Hi, hi, welcome to the soul of a truck, a podcast about uh, me doing tourist things. Not very exciting. Yeah, this is uh, like the world's most boring travel blog. It's just Spencer telling you the mundane facts of his travels. Yeah. Somehow you made the Gettysburg thing and even your own insanity slightly boring. I mean, that's that's the idea. You know, if we can't find um, uh, uh, boredom or mundanity in insanity, then, you know, who are we as a species? That's a compelling question, Spencer. This is why people listen to the pod. We're uh, we're here for them. Deep thoughts. (laughs) Anyway, uh, do you have a pun this week? Um, no. I, I was really trying to rack my brain about it. I, I I'm cl- I feel like I'm close to one. All right. Well, you want to you want to you want to shop it on the pod? I mean, you know, you, you're never going to get another opportunity to do it. So you might as well. Yeah. OK. Um. 
So are you familiar with book people here in Austin? Of course. I love book people. Book people. Excellent bookshop. If you ever come to Austin, check it out. It's on Lamar. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Lamar. Lamar and, and like... Uh, or 10th? Something. It's 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 in that North that Lamar area near Lamar and 6th. It's like 7th or 8th. Flagship Whole Foods. Yeah. 7th yeah, or 8th. Right next to the flagship Whole Foods. So yeah. you'll, you'll see it. But great place. I've been to several book readings there. Um, they have really cool authors and anyway yeah, yeah. book Check readings like 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 the like someone goes and reads you a little story and then they tuck you yeah in the but bed. it's usually the author themselves and oh uh, man really i would cool. yeah i would love to go to one but instead of it being like you know like a famous author reading an excerpt of their novel it's like dave pilkey just reading captain underpants and giving everyone the correct voices that just sounds like uh, something he would do at like an elementary school library. Yeah. Like a, well, you know, that's what I want. The guy, the guy Basically, from I Hank just... the Cowdog came to our school and read Hank the Cowdog as the characters. It well, was great. Really what I'm saying is, I mean, if if I'm going to be listening to someone read me a story, I might as well have it be a, a story for children because that's literally what is happening. I feel like I thought that you would be more like z- zoned out and wonky because you're sick but i feel like you're hopped up on cold meds or something uh somehow my tylenol? pun has been even derailed okay sorry go on <laughs> spencer's one-off joke about bedtime stories at the library and book people go on uh so anyway went to uh uh i went to one just off chance just like a random drop in didn't really recognize the author's name and uh, it was really kind of like a dual threat because, you know, sometimes authors end up writing books about being an author. And that's kind of like its own. I don't know. It feels like meta analysis writing like, about writing. It's like when someone it's like when a director makes a movie about making movies. I'm right. looking at you, Quentin Tarantino. Right. Yeah. So very interesting, you know, whatever, however you feel about it, whatever. But. Turns out before, so this is this was a woman writing a book, uh, a book about the experience of writing, and uh, part of it also was like like the preamble to everything. Turns out before she had ever even begun writing books, she had been uh, practicing none. Mm. So, uh, you know, I actually bought up a copy of the book. It's called "In None Other Life: Author Life." <laughs> Clarifying in none author life. I give How it. How do you feel about that one? I give it three out of ten. Ah, uh, at least I got to thirty percent. You, know, you know, like I was really hoping you were going to give me the opportunity to derail it. You could have gone like, "What do you think that book was called?" And I could have gone, "Bones." You could. You had already derailed the pun, Spencer, so I wasn't giving you another opportunity. Fair enough. Anyway, so the song In Another Life by the band The Killers. This is just the war on drugs, but by The Killers. Like The Killers doing their best war on drugs impression. See, I don't know who that is, but uh, I'll take your word for it. Can we listen? Look, look, just before we do anything, before we do any analysis and Spencer, glamp your thoughts 
on in another life while I look this up. So there's this bit in the middle, like there's like a pre-chorus thing where like Brandon like screams his fucking heart out and then all the music cuts out and it just goes to like acoustic guitar and Brandon sings like the and I love that part. I love it when songs do that where it goes from like um like like a thousand to like a two in like a second. That part of the song is really good. Uh, other than that, I mean, I'd listen to this again. It's a good song. It's a classic. But with all of that said, I don't, uh, you know, it's it's on pressure machine, which means I probably won't listen to it that often. Michael. Well, um, uh, Spencer, I, I I can appreciate that. I think it's a good, a good song on pressure machine as well. Um, Definitely fits the vibe, but also can kind of has like a modern element to it because it has War on Drugs, which is a, you know, very modern band. Okay. Releases out. So I've linked war on, uh, a War on Drugs song. Just tell me if I'm wrong listening to this song, okay? Where did you'll you, have, to, we'll have to get through the where intro did you, thing. Where did you link it? I put it in Watch Together. Can you hear oh, it? Yes. Okay. I feel like this intro is long. But when the music starts, we'll get there, okay? And and tell me this doesn't sound like in another life. Like this is what the killers were going for. You know, I'm listening to this and all I'm thinking is if the lead singer doesn't sound like the guy from uh Creed. <laughs> or uh what's the band that he's doing the voice of? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, right. If, if this guy doesn't sound like Johnny Pearl Jam, I'm going to be disappointed. Eddie Vedder? <laughs> Eddie <laughs> Vedder. That's his name. I'm t does this not sound like In Another Life? Same vibe. No, he doesn't. When I come down here. When I come down here. All right, please tell me there's a series of videos on YouTube of if Eddie Vedder saying X, because I need to hear that. I no, just need I just like I mean, I'm pretty sure there's several Pearl Jam shreds, but like um, like, hey, look, don't ever make fun. Did St. Sanders do those? Because I know. Hold on, Pearl Jam shreds. No, these aren't St. Sanders. Who who did the best shreds videos? Anyway, no, um, <laughs> you didn't even ask me to glamp. You just were like, I'm going to look this up in the <laughs> in the most Spencer way possible. Well, one, I feel like at this point I just should assume you're going to glamp. And two, I wanted to mumble to myself the whole time. So I figured. Mm. I wouldn't need to. So what do you think this song's about? Um, uh, it's it is Brandon talking to his wife and asking her if she's comfortable with this life that they have uh, chosen to be in. Or uh, if perhaps there is another thing that she wanted to do. 
Now, which is weird because the intro to the song has lots of like, uh, you know, well, there's a lot of meth in this area. And so. I don't know. I think that I, I don't think it's necessarily about Brandon and talking to his wife. I think the character that's being written by Brandon in the song is contemplating the smallness of their life in their hometown. And then also the circumstances surrounding that, like, you know, the most poignant line, I think, in this entire song is am like, I'm the man of your dreams or am I just a guy from your hometown hometown? Like anybody from those rural areas has to be wondering, you know, has to have those types of thoughts but, uh, with their partner. Right. Especially Brandon, if it's like your high school sweetheart. But they do come from the same town. I don't. This is Tana from the same town as Brandon. Yeah, they're both from. They both lived in Vegas when they met. But Brandon's not from Vegas. He's from, and that's not necessarily a small town. I think the because I think the characters and the entire like theme of this album is supposed to be about an area or specifically about Nephi, Utah, which is very different from Las Vegas. It's fairly close, but you know, I think that it's just too. It's a character contemplating their life, and then. That's what the beginning is like too. a lot of these people because of a, 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 you know, a major theme that runs throughout pressure machine is the opioid epidemic and people abusing those types of drugs and stuff like that. And a lot of those people end up doing that because they're depressed because they're in a, you know, place like Nephi, Utah, they've never left. They've never experienced anything else from life and you just get bored. And so you just don't feel anything with those drugs. So I think that's what the intro is about too. It's like, it's kind of like hinting about it. You know, somebody's trying to everybody's trying to escape from something. And in some cases, it's like a loveless marriage or just like the banality of life in a small town. Makes sense. So. Makes sense. Makes sense. Spencer, you're just your brain is mush right now. I just feel it. I can feel it. I don't know. I mean, last week I was tired. This week I'm sick. Yeah. Will we ever have a normal episode of the podcast ever again? Do you think? No, probably not. Because I think um, your illness is going to progress into pure madness. I mean, you could have said anything in the last like few minutes. And I could have been like. I could have just agreed with you, you know, so that's usually what you do anyway. So it's not too much different. Well, yeah, unless I have really strong opinions, I don't usually like express them. So let's go to Reddit. Yeah, let's go to Reddit. OK, so this is from user Jammers Matters. And this okay. is uh, this thread says slept on in another life. But after the James Corden performance, I fell in love with it. It's my favorite track on Pressure Machine now. What song did you pass at first glance that you love? First off. Let's answer the question of the pot of the of the of the thread before we look at the thread. Is there a is there a song by let's let's keep it with the killers. Is there a song by the killers that you uh, passed on at first glance and then you decide you went back and you decide you really liked it? Um, yeah, Runaways. Runaways is a good answer. That's um, one that I definitely, you know, because all of Battleborn, I was pretty sour on. Came back yeah. to it, and I love that song. 
Yeah, Runaways fucks. Runaways is one, and the other one is, of course, um, Change Your Mind from their first album. Because yeah. I used to, I used to just turn off that record after the first half was done, but then Change Your Mind like changed my mind. Wow, Spencer, that's deep. Yeah. Uh, second, how do you feel about James Corden? I don't really have any strong opinions about him either way. I've seen plenty of carpool karaoke from people showing it to me on YouTube, but I don't despise him like some people do. I just don't really care. So because there's there's like a large uh, group of people who absolutely fucking hate him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it's nuts. You bring him up and people are like, kill him. And I'm like, OK, is he really that bad? <laughs> Maybe. I, maybe I just am not watching closely enough, but I'm just like, eh, he's a guy. He's just another host for a TV show that's zany. Yeah, I think Sandy explained it to us in a tweet once, but I don't remember it. Mm. Um, speaking of tweets, okay, I got one more like aside, and then I will stop being distracted. Um, I was driving through Houston uh, the other day, and I saw a sign that went to Cleveland in Houston. And it turns out there is a Cleveland, Texas. Why does this matter? Um, There is a song called Ohio by the band Bowling for Soup. And the the crux of the song is that the girlfriend broke up with the, the, the main character of the song and she moved to Cleveland with a guy named Leland that she met at the bank. And what if she moved to Cleveland, Texas, and the whole song is just a big misunderstanding? I, I mean, I'm just so disappointed that that's where that whole thing went. Anyway, so I tweeted that at <laughs> Jarrett Reddick from the band Bowling for Soup, their lead singer, and he responded by saying, that sign goes to just normal Cleveland, right? Right? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> that sign's really taking you to Cleveland, Texas? Yeah. Well, Cleveland. Yeah. I, Fun times in Cleveland. Wait, is that the video? Cleveland, Texas. Let's, I'm going to look up some information on Cleveland, Texas. Well, while you do that, I'm going to read the first. Uh, oh, OK. It is actually very close to Houston. Yeah. See, makes sense. Wow. The population of Cleveland is less than 7,500 people. So it is a small, small town. Probably including that dude's ex-girlfriend and um, a guy named Leland. Uh, what I'm really trying to do is spread this concept because I think it's funny and why not? <laughs> anyway, sort by controversial user to total totalitarian says, I can't express how much I love this song. I'm so happy. It's the one they chose to perform. Cool. John Brightside says, honestly, this song is an all time top 10 for me. It's so wow. hooky. I really think it's the quote catchiest song on the album and surprised it hasn't got more attention. Uh, I cling to the fact that they chose to play it on Corden and BF mentioned it way back before the album was released and said, man, I love in another life in an online thing. Okay. Well, that guy, there's a lot of love. It's a good it's a good song. I'm looking forward to us watching the Corden performance. It, so. it is one of the ones I selected. 
Next okay. Reddit thread. Next up. This is the mega thread. This is from Roasty32. Uh, sort by controversial. Um, let's see if there's any like really good ones. Uh, Bam83 says, This song reminds me of something that could have been on Wonderful Wonderful. I think it's the only one that I could say that with. The lyrics are poignant and the message is reliable. And user deleted says, Agree 100%. I don't know. Maybe. I guess this could have been on Wonderful Wonderful, but I I think the instrumentation is appropriate. Yeah. I feel like there would have been more synths. Yeah. Pressure Machine is very stripped down, and Wonderful Wonderful did bring back the synths and electronic stuff in a big way. Exactly. So, anyway, there's no, there are good, there's not really any good. Yeah, there's. Let's... Next, third Next, Reddit thread. Third this Reddit is from thread. user. Uh, okay, hold on. Reddit's really struggling for me right now. Okay, Reddit, this is from user. V, it's basically virtuoso, but there's an underscore instead of the I. In another life and the beauty of PM's concept. In another life has grown on me a lot. A song seemingly slowing down the pace of the album allows for a slow burner after the groovy in the car outside. Even though the song is carried by the crutches of the concept, goddamn the lyrics can hit in out of the concept. Yeah, that's true. I feel like the lyrics, even though they're about a specific character, do have like a universal tone. You don't have to be a Nephi, Utah to think about that. Anybody, even if you are from a, a major metropolitan area, if you ended up your high school sweetheart, how can you not wonder like, what would my life be like if I hadn't just married the first person I ever dated? Hmm. So. There's controversial. Not, controversial. I just wish there was like a Machops don't cry post or something. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, the, we do have. Let's go ahead. User the K Wolf says, "Did you read this one already?" That's that's what I was about to read. Because oh. user the K Wolf is an, an all star in the uh, Killer subreddit pantheon. Just so you know. All right. Well, then you read it. Okay. The agony of wondering if your spouse simply settled when they married you is what gets to me the most about this song. So many of us grow up reading fairy tales, thinking marriage is the culmination of romance and passion shared with a one true love. Then you actually get there and several years of marriage go by and you realize it wasn't that at all. Damn, K-Wolf. Holy shit. Brutal. That is a incredible analysis. Just as bone crushing as the lyrics in the song. I mean, K-Wolf. Way to go. From downtown Swish, nothing but net. <laughs> That was good. All right. That's uh, that's some Reddit stuff. But yeah, I mean, I you know, how can you not feel that way? You know what I mean? Like. Your parents have been married a long time, Spencer, right? Like 25 years, at least uh, 30 years, 32 years, 32 years. Damn. Yeah. And it's a long ass time to be married. Mm hmm. Is your mom tired of your dad's jokes? Uh, No. Oh, that's good. I don't think she ever liked them in the first place. <laughs> uh, incredible. Yeah. It's, she it's, didn't marry your dad for the jokes. No, she married him for his. Uh... I have no idea, to be honest. I, I don't get it. I've never gotten it. 
Now that's romance, Spencer. My my parents are my parents are two very different people who have stayed married for a very long time. Well, it's your fault. It's I blame I blame myself. They're like somebody's got to take care of Spencer. Yeah, I was looking it sure at sure isn't going to be Spencer. This is true. So while I was searching for Pearl Jam shreds, one of the videos recommended on that search is just called David Bowie High on Coke. We should watch that. Yeah, put it in the watch together. I absolutely want to watch that. This is important pod stuff. Do you, when you walk around New York and yeah. New York and yeah. a hard hat says, "Hey, sweetheart," uh, you know, I, I drive you have New York. <laughs> 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 David Bowie, high on coke. This is um, awkward. What do your parents do for a living? Well, my father's dead, and my mother um, has a, a small flat. And uh, I think she's got a day job. Does she have trouble explaining you to the neighbors who say, uh, Are you any relation to that? Uh, I think she pretends I'm not hers. <laughs> she's, uh, no, she's, uh, she doesn't talk much. You know, she doesn't. Um, I don't think we really. We, we were never that close, particularly. Okay, this is just sad. Right? This is like Willy Wonka explaining like why he created the chocolate factory. He's like, ah, my dad's dead. My mom, well, we don't talk. So I made a factory. That's dark. You just made it dark. Yeah, isn't that the whole Tim Burton, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing? Like he's weird because he's like neglected. Yeah, he's got like daddy issues. Yeah, I mean, who? There, there you go. Dad's but dead. That's an issue. But that's that's like the plot of every day, uh, Tim Burton movie. Tim Burton. You know, it's like it's like Batman, uh, you know, his parents are dead. Uh, you know, um, what other Tim Burton movies are there? Edward uh, Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands. He's got scissor hands and his, his dad, his parents never loved him. Uh, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, he's dead. Ah. <laughs> uh, actually, it literally is about like how uh, the the main girl is like neglected by her parents, isn't it? Right, exactly. Yeah, like they're just too busy. Yeah, you know like, what I mean. Like her parents are neglectful. Ah, big fish. My dad told a lot of good stories, but he never told me how to be a son. Ah. I mean, it's well documented your distaste for Tim Burton in this pod. In the annals of this pod, it's come up a lot. Except for the film so. Big Fish. Big Fish is actually one of my all-time favorite movies. So it's a feast or famine type relationship with Tim Burton. It's and there's just one feast. Yeah, there's just one feast. He fed me well, once damn. and it was really good, so I keep talking about it. But <laughs> otherwise, it's it's basically a negative relationship that I avoid at all costs. Well, lyrics, how about lyrics? Lyrics.com. This, this is a weird episode. OK, um, I think I'm reading lyrics this week. OK, so I'm reading annotations. Yep. So. All right. So is there a page intro? Let me see. There no. is. It's what oh, the yeah. artist said about the song. Brandon Flowers. I think everyone goes through things like wondering what life would have been like if we'd done things differently or if not, at least you wonder if your significant other is going through that. And I think this guy's questioning the choices that he's made and wondering if he's measuring up to what his wife had hoped that he would be. 
It's definitely a sad song, seeped in melancholy. Yeah, just like all of Pressure Machine for the most part. Fair enough. Intro. Biggest thing I'd do about drugs in high school was uh, going out and drinking a beer. But uh, it's all here now. Uh, I don't care who it hit, and it don't care who it hits. And then it goes squiggly, squiggly, and there's another person. There's a lot of opo- opioids going around. Makes you feel pretty damn good. And after a few hours, you got to take more. Then after a while, you're taking a ton and you don't feel great. Everyone's just trying to escape something. Yep, that's it. I'm not. Michael, what are you trying to escape? Um, King Kong. Fair enough. All right, the annotation from, oh my God. Uh, this is from user, this river is wild. Okay, they're back. Uh, the opioid epidemic in the United States has been on the rise for years, but it increased more rapidly in the early 2010s, hitting a record high in the number of deaths in 2019. A recording here is by two different men thinking out loud about it, and that is all I'm reading of that. Fair enough. Verse one. Verse one. Is this the life you chose yourself, or just how it ended up? Is that the yard you pictured when you closed your eyes and dreamed? Of children in the grass running through the sprinklers, being somebody's wife, or were you living in another life? Chorus. When will I make it home when I damn well feel like driving down these empty streets that burn through our birthright? Bridge. I passed a couple kids holding hands in the street tonight. They reminded me of us in another life. Verse two. There's no annotations, by the way. So. Oh, I know. I'm looking. So boring. Uh, Verse two. Am I the man of your desire or just a guy from your hometown? Are these arms that you saw when you pictured yourself wrapped around? Baby, I can vouch for the hopeless dreamer. When you look at me, am I the man you'd hoped I'd be? Chorus. When will I make it home? When that jukebox in the corner stops playing country songs of stories that sound like mine. (laughs) Well, this is an annotation from user Soul of a Troll. God he says, evidently the protagonist had a dad who named him Sue. <laughs> I think that's pretty good. Good work. Yeah, Sue. of course. Outro. I spent my best years laying rubber on a factory line. This is from user Canal Noises, who says, likely referring to the NRP Jones factory in Nephi, Utah. There you go. I wonder what I would have been in another life, in another life, in another life, in another life. Well, how about that? How about that? Do you feel any differently about the lyrics now that we've read them, Spencer? Uh, I stand by what I said. That you think it's about Brandon writing about his life? I think I think it is. um, Maybe it's not Brandon, but I feel as though it it could be Brandon, considering a lot of this album was based on his marital issues and whatnot. And then eventually. And this is basically him thinking about that, contemplating it, not necessarily in a way that's like negative or trying to make it better, but just, you know, it happens. 
I didn't think anything in this album was about Brandon's marriage, really. I don't know. I I just assume everything's about Tana. Yeah, that's fair. We've been doing that. We've been thinking that for a while. Branna. I I had a I had a discussion with my mom earlier about celebrity portmanteaus. Okay. Because apparently it's not Benefer anymore. It's What is it? It's um it's I don't remember what it was, but Oh, compelling. But the only other one it could have been is if we made it uh, Ben Affleck's full name, it could be Benjamin. Yeah, that's about it, because otherwise it's just going to sound like you're saying the name Ben or Jen. Yeah. You know, so. But I was Benjamin. That just sounds like a that sounds like a weird, like nomenclature for a, a red haired person. I think it was like Jafflack or something. Jafflack? Wow. I don't remember. It was it was done in some way so that JLo's name came first. And I don't remember. And and I don't understand why it can't still be Benefer. The point is, uh the the portmanteau name for uh Brandon and Tana is definitely Branna, and I will be taking no questions at this time. Okay. Well then I won't ask them. Tandon. But you know what we got this week that we didn't haven't had in a long time? Uh we've got a shitload of name the sames. Alright. Well, we better get started on these. No, we're gonna keep watching David Bowie High on Coke. Yeah, understanding. Oh. Yeah. It's that true that your real name is Manimsha Spiegel Gas, is it? Yeah. Rumor <laughs> is it really? You didn't want that revealed? Uh, I was waiting for you to reveal it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm sorry I He looks like the fucking Joker. <laughs> I want to know how I got these scars, Spencer. He really does, though. Am I wrong? He kind of does look like the Joker. You really, yeah. You're not. You're not too like, far off base. Like he's that. got. He's got like the right smile. Okay, so this is the artist Kende and their song in another life. This sounds like another song we've done before. It's kind of lo-fi right now. Or we stop. What'd you think of that? Uh, that was fine. It was fine. Yeah, that's a, that's that's my overall evaluation. It was it not something I'm I'm like dying to listen to again, but I didn't hate it. All right, so this is Crown the Empire and their song in another life. Hold on. This is 
Hold on. Well, we're going to do a different version of this video. Because apparently I have like a weird Kusi video of it instead of the song. So here's the song. Describe everything you're seeing. Okay. Uh, there's a ceiling fan. There's like a, a sh they're like in a dilapidated old apartment or house. And this is a metal band, clearly. They're all wearing black and head banging liberally. And yeah, they're in a shitty, dilapidated house, something I've seen before in a lot of emo and hardcore music and metal. Crown the Empire. All right, I'm reading the lyrics here. It's like a cross. How do you feel about that one, Spencer? You know, you know, I never thought I'd I I knew of the existence of of nice brand Lincoln Park, but there you go. <laughs> there they are, straight from Walgreens. Nice Lincoln Park. Hill Hill Country Fair, Lincoln Park. <laughs> Sam's Choice. Sam's Choice, Lincoln Park. <laughs> Next, we've got another band that's probably going to be metal, it sounds like. This is the band Scald. Cleopatra just came up on the screen in like a... Like, Scald's album cover is a wolf with like lightning bolts or swords in it, or possibly runes coming out of it. It's very Nordic. You know, their name is Scald. Written and by turned Skald, out to be like dark performer, dark. Skald, engineer, Skald, recording engineer, Skald, mastering engineer, Skald, produced by Skald. Hey, Nine Inch Nails called. They want their vibe back. Yeah, I wasn't expecting like dark industrial music. I danced with the devil and sang love songs to a whore. What a lyric. What a weird song. Not what I was expecting, but yeah, had a very Gary Newman Nine Inch Nails vibe. I love that, like, I think of Gary Newman as, like, in Cars, which is, like, not a goth song at all, but he's, like, the original goth. Yeah, and his music is much darker than Cars, usually. Yeah, I know. It's just weird. Next! <laughs> Next! 
I like it. All right. This is the Veronica's and their song in another life. Something. So the 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 album cover is just these. It's just the two women. I guess they're the Veronicas. Yeah. And they're holding they, hands. They look exactly the same. Right. Like pale white girls with heavy eyeliner, and they have like the same haircut. They have like long black hair that's got like their bangs framing their face. I'm not I'm not crying right now. This is This is uh I'm bored. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I was uh I give that one out of ten. I did not enjoy that at all. Yep, that's an instant skip for me if I ever hear Veronica's in another life again, so Yeah. Sorry, Veronica's I was uh not on board. Yeah, see, I was hoping they were going to be like a like a riot girl ass punk band. You know, because that's kind of the vibe in in their album cover. Yeah, they do seem like they're going to be spunkier. Maybe they are. And that's just their one. It's their one like 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 slow mo song. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, if you're a huge Veronica's fan, uh, recommend us some tracks. Uh, Michael will listen to them and have a full review of each one next week. Yeah, I'll be starting a new podcast what, what, uh, about the Veronicas. What's it called? Pod Me Up. Anyway, so next up we've got Ashley Simpson's song In Another Life. How do you, you feel know, about Ashley Simpson? Hopefully, Ash. Oh my gosh, Spencer, you should have gone to the Veronica's page. He gets way, they got way better. <clears throat> They're also from Brisbane. Oh, they're identical twins. Oh. That explains a lot. Yeah, this sure sounds like Ashley Simpson. another snoozer yeah these are not great that sounds like something that I, you just hear in the background at Coles. we should we should just listen to uh my list by uh 
Toby Keith. <laughs> what a fucking absolute banger. I hate to say that. I hate to say this, but like, you know, I think that might be the best, like, name the same track we've ever had. It's it's up there. It's in the it's in the all-star. It's in the Hall of Fame for sure. I still am thinking about it. Like I'm still like, I can't fucking believe we Except the video is also transcendent. I that to be is, honest. Yeah, no, it's incredible. And also, you need to just dress like Toby Keith now, Spencer. I'm I'm too short. No, it'll be fine. Next up we've got Fox Warren and their song In Another Life. You like vibin? I think we're gonna be vibin. Yeah. It's uh, two me's, uh, another guy, and another guy, Fox Warren. It's 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 Michael, Michael. Um, uh, uh, who's the guy who played the one guy on fucking The Office? John Krasinski? Him, John, yeah. Jim? John Krasinski and uh, and uh, me when I had long hair. This is uh, me subtly dis- explaining that you and me both know John Krasinski. <laughs> he won't come on the pod. That's how good it is. I just wouldn't ask him. I respect him too much. I'd love to have Jarrett Reddick on the pod. Bored. This has been a zero out of ten name the same section. In fact, can we just skip the next one? This is Lara Lynn. Yeah, let's go to let's go to XTC. Yeah, go straight to XTC. All right, we're going to do XTC. So uh, if you want access to the can they save us? Can the end of it save us? All right. This is XTC and their song in another life. I'm sorry, but I just feel like they didn't save us from the boredom. No, that was that was not that wasn't great. I'm still bored. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. There's no way this next band's going to let us down. OK, so this is the darkness. What's you, how do you feel about the darkness, Michael? Uh, I like the darkness. I think they're great. Yeah, I, I think their first album, Permission to Land. I think that 
I think that might have been their second album. The album Permission to Land by the Darkness is a fucking classic. I haven't listened to anything after that, to be perfectly honest with you. But they're still super cool. Well, let's hear it. Let's see. All right. So this is uh, In Another Life by the Darkness. Oh, my God. I love the album cover. Describe it. Uh, it's a very buff Jesus on the cross, and he's flexing so hard, he's broken the arms of the cross off. Um, and then there are, I guess oh. the members of the darkness are below him. And they're and like they're, the apostles, and they're like yeah. killing all the Romans. And the album is called Easter is Cancelled. Which is sick. Sorry, darkness. I usually like you, but that was still pretty lame. What's your uh okay, question. The darkness the band or the darkness the video game? Hmm. That's tough. I like the darkness the video game. Cuz like ain't one and two. Cuz like on one hand, you have this incredible glam rock revival band. Um and on the other hand, you have you have a pasta pizza spaghetti mobster game where you're a magical mobster with murder powers. Dig it. I, I know what the darkness is. I, I just said I liked it. I know. <laughs> the audience. He's trying to get live audience reacts. Dig it. This whole time, since there's been taking like two Dayquil every 20 minutes. I've just had Tylenol. That's the only thing I've been taking because I've just been aching. I've just been achy. Well. Who's the bass player in the darkness? I don't know. Frankie Poulain. Oh, yeah, of course. Frankie Poulain. He's a we should do a darkness podcast after this. Uh, get. I'll get back to you on that. All right. Next. So, all right. Next up, we've got Jennifer Love Hewitt. Uh, come on, Jennifer Love Hewitt. You have the same birthday as me. Let's do it in another life. I'm already bored. Yeah. <laughs> this is and the album's called "Let's Go Bang." Damn. Right? I didn't know Jennifer Love Hewitt got down like that. Her middle name is Love. 
Well, love does not mean bang. You don't, you know. Yeah, but it I'm could. A, there's a song called Let's Go Bang. Can we listen to that? This sounds like it was written by like an AI. I'm going to be honest. I'm reading the lyrics because this boring song in another life, another sl super slow, boring song. Uh, if they don't start singing in a minute, I'm stopping it. Wow, what a fucking intro for a Jennifer Love Hewitt song. Oh, uh, she was Damn. one second. One second away from the cutoff. Was that a, was that a sports whistle noise? No. Bored. All right, let's listen to the song Let's Go Bang by Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. Oh, way better. The, I mean, the chorus is... Is this about sex? Do you think? Uh, I mean, we'll find out. It sounds like Paula Abdul. When did the song come out? Jesus. 1995. 1995, okay, that makes sense. Wow. Already bored. Yeah, holy shit. Okay, Next. We've, we've got one more. Jesus. Yeah, this is this is a zero out of ten name the same section. I'm so sorry I picked so many songs. There were so many good bands, and I was like, we have to do this. Okay, so this is Semi-Sonic and their song, In Another Life. God damn it. I'm going to take a nap. I'll be back. Right? Just Jesus quiet for a second. Christ. This is from, I guess, the album Great Divide by Semi-Sonic. So I'm going to look that up. Another snoozer. I'm, I'm actually lying in my bed right now. Yeah, Great Divide came out in 1996. It's actually the debut album that doesn't have uh, closing time on it. So this is the first semi-sonic record? Yes. And huh. It was a massive commercial failure. I mean with I can't believe with bops like this, why? The very next album, they nailed it. I actually don't hate this song. It's, it's okay, I guess. He said it. It was okay. Okay. It's the best he's getting out of me. It was okay. Uh, the most exciting song from all of those was that metal song, and even that was just like, yeah, like you said. Hill Country Fair, Lincoln Park. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, let's leave behind the world of other bands and go back to the band that we started this podcast about. The Killers. I don't know why I say shit like that. Like, I think I'm trying to be poetic and instead I just sound like a dumbass. 
know what I mean? You know, Spencer, I, I, I wasn't ever sure. I just thought it was kind of like part of your, your stylistic choice. Yeah. That's how I always interpreted it. Yeah, I mean, it, it is part of my style. Okay, so, so this is uh, this is the Killers performing. This is live versions, by the way. This is the Killers performing in another life uh, on James Corden. Hold on, hold on. Before we before we do it, because they don't have the intro. Uh, Michael, do your best impression of James Corden in introducing the Killers in the song. All right, everyone. We've had such a great show go so far. Now he is the Killers. Perfect. Thank you. Look at Ronnie, just looking good. He's wearing a little little neckerchief. This is uh, Fred from Scooby Doo, Ronnie. Yeah. And there's Dave. And Brandon wearing an outfit that I think Spencer owns. I would never wear a white sweater. You couldn't pull off a white sweater with khakis, not like Brandon can. He's wearing jeans. I mean, those are white jeans? He's, Damn, wearing, he's wearing blue jeans. They're blue jeans. It's the color. They're it's white. the lighting. Oh, they're just very pale blue. Oh, they are no, white. Those are white jeans. But white jeans. No, I could never wear white anything. I'd get sauce all over it. Brandy gets fucking intense during this, eh? Yeah, I mean, he loves. The, he can tell the ones that really hit with him. Oh, they got the backup singers there too. Damn! No, it's the whole band, including um, that spectacular mustache man. I just realized that Ted is playing a fucking lute. Did you Damn, see that? Ted on that lute. Ted's wearing his lute suit. Look yeah, at that. I mean, Look, he's playing a lute. Do you think they played darts or is this just a set? No, no. Uh, right before they started recording, Ronnie and uh, Brandon were having a really intense dart game. Now, you know, Ronnie. Then Brandon just went. That's what happened. Because Ronnie's he's getting three in a basket every time. Yeah. Ronnie doesn't uh Ronnie doesn't Ronnie's good at darts. Triple twenties only. He's no scrub thinking the bullseye's worth it. I don't actually know anything about darts. If you're playing count up, which most people usually are, you want to get it in the triple twenty. It's the highest score you can get on the board. So if you Where, can get three of those, the best score you can get, I think, is one eighty in count up. Where? How much is the bullseye worth? Fifty. Just fifty. Mm-hmm. And so the triple twenty is worth sixty. Mm-hmm. I'm not. That's a. I just did that math in my head. I'm a genius. Spencer Polio, certified genius. I'm gonna start calling you Mensa Polio. Gross. <laughs> Next. Okay. All right. So oh wait, there's no more names. Names. Oh wait, no. This is live. Damn this it. is live versions. We can we can just go through the entire name the same section again. No, I'll pass on that. But you know, maybe next next week. All right. So this is the Killers performing uh, in another life live in Vegas. 
April 16th of this year. I love that the camera guy is showing was showing Ronnie and he was huge. Yeah, huge Ronnie. Accurate, true to life size Ronnie. Oh, Brandon's wearing this. So in this tour, Brandon is like really rocking the like magician outfits. Magician Brandon. Or like if Han Solo was the lead singer of the Killers. He really does look like a young Han Solo. Mm-hmm. Smuggler Brandon. Smuggler Brandon. I mean, Riverboat Gambler still kind of works for this look. He doesn't have a bow tie. Gotta have a bow tie to be a Riverboat Gambler. Or a bolo tie. You're not wearing an open shirt like this. No, no, no. Whoa. I don't know what happened with your volume, but it just switched channels in my ear. Very weird. Oh, see, I have my volume on mono, so I don't ever have that problem. With that fan blowing on Ronnie in the background, he looks so fucking, like, intense. In another live. Well, this will be, this is a, a good fun one. You can tell Brandon really vibes with this one. This is so cool. I love the killers. Well, good thing we have a podcast about them. I know. That'd be really weird if I just didn't like <laughs> force the universe to like experience my love of the killers with me. Now let's hear. Oh, that's all the live versions. That's it. That's the that's the last live version. You know, we're stuck. Then you know, what we have to do now covers. Yeah, but before that. An ad, an ad. And what an ad it was. Yay. So this is the slowed and reverb version of In another life by the killers. There is not okay. a nightcore, And I was so sad. So you were wrong where there's fast where there's slow. There is no fast. In this situation, yes. This is like the image. The image for this video is a guy just like tapping his hand on his leg while clearly sitting in traffic. Uh, but it's all, you know, hand drawn or at least animated. Just how we did. You know what that sounded like? What? It sounded like uh, you ever use a record player and you know how it's got like the two uh, RPMs. And you switch it to the slower RPM when you're on a faster RPM record. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay, so record players, you can, I don't remember what the speeds are, but 
the point is some record players have like a little switch that let you switch to the other speed because they have like a different speed for singles versus like, you know, full size records. And if you switch the speed, it uh, it slows up or speeds up depending on, you know, the thing. In other words, you know, usually a slow and reverb is like an artistic expression of a thing. And that wasn't very it wasn't that good. I don't, I don't like that one. You know, I didn't feel like I learned anything new from the song or got something different out of it through that slowed and reverb version. I fell asleep during that entire time that you just spoke. So this is the user Ken is no Rogan Regan. Uh, and it's in another life. The killer's cover by Ken Seruda. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> this is Ken's in Oregon. We've seen him before. We've seen a cover by him before. Is this life and I've and I mispronounce this fucking username every time. There's actually a surprising number of full band covers for this song. Too bad he sounds like, um, what's that band? Vampire Weekend. Uh, I don't, I disagree. Or uh, maybe Owl City. You can hear that more than the other one that you said. Owl City, then, yeah. Tonight. Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. Reminded. All right, let's see how this next cover. Wait, that. Well done, Ken is in Oregon. You did a great job. I did like that. That was good. That was nice. Even though he sounds like a Blink-182. Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear the next cover. Okay, chill. So do you like that? You like that? Yeah. All right. Next I up, did. we've got the user Flychild. It says, in another life, the killer's full band cover. Two, three, four. Oh wow, this is a bunch of different guys. Or is this the same guy over and over? It looks like it's like maybe two different guys. Yeah, I can't tell. Oh god, this video though. Okay, so I have I have opinions. Go on. Let me hear your opinions. I feel like I feel like this was mixed poorly. I feel like this was a good cover. 
but I feel like uh, the whoever makes this put the drums too far in the foreground and it kind of overpowers everything. Interesting analysis, Spencer. I like that. How do you feel about it? I can agree. Fair enough. All right. Next up, we've got a Gerwig. This is Chad Driscoll music. We've had him on the pod before. He's great. Beatles poster, 10 out of 10. We've got a full Beatles poster. Yeah, see John Paul George and Ringo, August 17th. Beatles We've had this on. guy on here before, too. Yeah. I remember his Under Armour hat. That's what I said. I didn't remember there being such an egregious Beatles poster, though. Children in the grass running through the spring club Being somebody's wife Or are you living in another life? When will I make it all? See, if someone, if he did the slow and reverb like this speed Because the slow and reverb was like twice this Yeah, this is also... This is basically a slow and reverb version, and this is really good. Past a couple kids holding hands in the street tonight. So something I do want to nitpick. I feel like this part um I feel like that transition should be a little more abrupt. Because in the original song, the abruptness of it is why it hits so hard. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Like the past the couple, like when when it when it drops all of the music, like it's a big deal. It feels big. Okay, we've got two more covers. Um, this is a live acoustic cover from the user Maverick, and this is gonna be. Let's do it. Is he doing this in like a bridge or something? Yeah. This is Spencer's future. Oh, he's not singing. Zero out of ten. He's not singing. Fake. 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 Zero out of ten. We found you, faker. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, we've got our good, our good boy, our pal, the Max Power Hour. Noted Trump supporter, Maximum Power. Um, you want to do your best impression of uh, Max Power doing this song? Am I the man of your desire? <laughs> or just a guy from your hometown? This is called In Another Life. Man, he loves that Gatorade. I mean, and like also the, the full blue athletic wear look is also in the late era Max Power. Uh, this is like, this video came out like literally a month ago. Damn, this is new hotness. Is this the life you chose yourself? Just how it is. I just like that he's switching over to the piano now. You know, it's like. It's flexing those musical chops. It's. 
it's just great that after all after all we let him do he continues to just you know be new and interesting he actually doesn't look like he's straining his voice right now It's really interesting, though. You know what I'm talking about? Great cover by Max. Like, he didn't sound like he was stretching his voice. He sounded like uh, he just kind of. Had... He, was, he was he was vibing. He's just vibing. He was on the, you know, that was a nice cover. All the covers were fine. Yeah, way better than the name the Sames. Yeah, the name the Sames. Wow. Towards the end, we were really excited about some of those band names and they really let us down. Yeah, no, it's super. It was like everybody's like. This is going to be our opium song. Accurate. Anyway, Michael, what are your final thoughts on the song In Another Life by the band The Killers? I think it's a pretty good, good song. Nice. Uh, definitely fits with the pressure machine theme. Um, I'll stand by my opinion that it sounds like a war on drugs song. Definitely has that vibe to it. And maybe they were influenced because that is a very, uh, you know, popular new indie band. So. But overall, I think it's a good song. Uh, definitely one of the better ones on Pressure Machine. Don't know where I rank it, but I think for now, I'm going to say solidly top five for me in Pressure Machine. I was like, damn, I was not all time. No, but fair enough. Yeah, I think I think this song, you know, I think it does a lot to. Basically. Stand out from the rest of the album. And, uh, you know, it makes me it, it, it makes me happy that the killers are, you know, mixing it up and doing something a little different, even though. It's just really another pressure machine song about being in a small town, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, the, the lyrics nail it. A lot of the songs kind of touch on this and it just it, it does fit very well thematically and uh sonically i feel like with the rest of pressure machine so yeah. nice one boys good work anyway thank you so much for listening as always if you made it to the end we appreciate the hell out of you if you'd like to support the podcast perhaps financially you can scroll to the bottom of any episode of the podcast and select our anchor affiliate link or you can follow us on our patreon that's patreon.com slash soul of a drug killers podcast if you'd like to email the podcast you can email us at soul of a truck pod at gmail.com if you think I am funny, you can always follow us on Twitter where I reign supreme. And that's, of course, at Soul of a Truck Pod. And if you think Michael's funny and you want to see what his feet look like, you can always follow us on our Instagram. That's Instagram.com slash Soul of a Truck Pod. I've been Spencer Polio. Michael, say goodbye. Bye, I love you. I actually heard that one this time. Woohoo! Miracles are happening. I know. <laughs>